Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Hey, fuckers, what up? It's Christina Hutchinson. And Corinne Fisher. You're about to listen to a clip of our show. Guys, we fucked the anti-slut shaming podcast with very special guest, Fortune Feemster. If you're in Coney Island tomorrow, uh, the 14th of November, come see us at, uh, come just Google it, Coney Island Horrors, and you'll it's see a, it. It's a, it's a drive-in show. Yeah. Uh, we'll you can probably get tickets to through Stand Up New York Comedy Club. Yes, and uh, Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, November 19th through the 21st Baltimore, Maryland Magoobies November 27th and the 28th Corinne Fisher and I will be there so see us and enjoy this clip with our interview with Fortune Feemster yeah well I also was I had a whole other element where I I was gay but I didn't know it and you didn't uh, know it okay I didn't know it I, I wasn't in the closet I just legitimately <laughs> did not know it that's so fascinating <laughs> so to were me. you I, gay then uh, were you gay if you didn't know it no I guess I was just kind of asexual yeah like so I, I didn't have that rapport with men, like uh, any guy that I met, we just kind of immediately were like high fiving, you know, we didn't have those <laughs> pheromones or whatever you call it, you know, because no yeah, dude was yeah. seeing me like that, that's the one for me. And I wasn't <laughs> feeling that vibe either. I mean, I was always, I have a lot of male friends and I, I have two older brothers, so I've always been very comfortable around dudes. Like, yeah, I talk to them very easily. So we always just had a very chill bro vibe as soon as i would meet guys and then i would be like i don't understand why no guy is asking me out on a date <laughs> oh so there was actual <laughs> legitimate confusion did you find yourself so, so you just weren't alone to yourself in your room like yeah but you so you but you didn't feel sexually attracted to women either i like i was like infatuated with certain girls at different points in my life not knowing why 
Okay. My one of my first stand-up jokes was uh, my mom would uh, I would get very intense about friends and my mom would it would just confuse her so much. She'd be like, I don't understand why you get so upset when your friend Michelle goes out on a date with a guy. And I was like, because she's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, mom. Mom, you don't understand. And she'd be like, okay, but she's just, it's normal. She's going on a date. And I would be like devastated. Aww. So I, I just didn't, I just, I thought I was just like, our friendship's so strong. I don't want anything to come between it. You're just a person who took friendship sacredly. So seriously. (laughs) I was the person like signed my friendship pact. We'll never not be friends, right? (laughs) But there are heterosexual women like that though, because I know I had to like, I had to basically like unfriend, but not in a digital sense, a woman, because I was like, this is, there's, I don't feel the same way. You know, I don't, I like you, but this is too much and we got to break up. (laughs) I've had some platonic friendships like that where you're like oh this is, you are too intense for me yeah no thank yeah. you but I was that person in high school <laughs> junior high I I bawled when this one one girl on my basketball team moved away I'm like <gasps> oh. my mom was like teammate yeah (laughs) she's more than that she's such a beautiful person i never had like i was never like secretly kissing or holding hand there was no it was very innocent were you did you masturbate when you were in high school no i'm telling you i was like just out of the loop i (laughs) I don't even know just living your life touch it (laughs) i could barely see it how could i touch it I, in high school, I never, I didn't do this until, oh, I was like 25, 26. But I, I think it was after I watched an episode of Sex in the City where they're like, you've never looked at your dot, dot, dot. And I was like, wait, uh-huh. should I look at it? And then the I Charlotte looked at Mirror episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you ever look at your vagina in a mirror? It remind, that reminds me of the Fried Green Tomatoes movie. That's my reference. I love yeah. that movie. Uh, Kathy Bates yeah. playing that old woman trying yeah. to get that mirror down there. Yeah. That, that was oh, that scene. I was, I was Kathy her, Bates. Like, yeah. Even <laughs> and her 15, husband, like, Ed. <laughs> yeah. In the parking lot of the grocery store rear end. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's such a good that was oh, me. That No, I never tried to get a mirror down there. It was, uh, I, you know, I'm not very flexible. <laughs> And, uh, I, I really would, I wouldn't have known what to look for. Did you have a heads up on puberty? Like what would happen to your body? My my mom would try to have like little talks like, well, you know, you're almost that age where your period's coming. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so she would try, but I was very like, um, uh, I would, you know, I was a tomboy. So I'd be like, Oh, you know, when it finally came, I was like, Mom, oh, I, need a, I need a pad. <laughs> that's, what she, that's what she wore. And uh, I didn't know I how. Saw, I, I didn't even start using tampons until like <laughs> four years ago, honestly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that in the hotel room. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, my mom didn't use it. You just do what your mom did. So like, exactly. Giant pad. <laughs> I remember being at a girl's uh, birthday party and it was like we were playing in the backyard in her sprinkler. And we, I think we were like oh. 10. Mm-hmm. And one of the girls was like 11 or 12 and her yeah. like bathing suit accidentally came down. Cause we were all like running and playing yeah. or whatever the fuck. We're, and she had pubes and oh, I never seen pubes. Dang. And I was like, <laughs> no, I was heartbroken. 
Oh, I was wow. Like, not gonna, you I'm going to get Because you didn't have them or you wanted them? No, I didn't have them and I didn't want them. I'm like, what the fuck is that wig on your pussy? Like, what? <laughs> there is something it's that's scary. like heartbreaking about. Like, are heartbreaking. About like seeing like, it's not aging as I'm getting old, older. It's like the maturing yeah. and like that exiting childhood that kind of like, I, I don't, it broke my own heart too. And I don't, I, I'm, it's not like I'm obsessed with childhood or anything. Yeah. Like I just, I'm like, ugh, this is, looks like a whole predicament. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. You you reach an age where you realize, oh, I'm gonna have to start taking care of more things. Yeah, yeah, maintenance. Uh, yeah, be responsible. Yeah, I gotta deal with this once a month. I gotta uh, <laughs> freaking shave this, cut this. You're like, just I just want to. You know, the boys were just like they don't even have to wear existed. A shirt if they yeah. don't want <laughs> they, to. They just woke up. They don't even have to sit down when they pee. You're just like, why do we have all the work? Yeah, they don't even have to be nice, honestly. They don't have yeah. to do anything. <laughs> no, and they get applauded for doing just the most basic of the things. The bare minimum. It's it's something, man. Girl, it's I something. know. I have two brothers, so. Did they, did you it. watch, did they get raised? I mean, every sibling gets raised differently, even if you're like twins, but, uh, cause I read yeah. a lot of books about parenting. <laughs> um, just cause I, <laughs> I did, just did not case. get what I needed, um, as a child. But, uh, did you notice like in my family, I had an older brother and there were, he was allowed to do things. And then when I reached that same age, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this too. And yeah. my dad was like, nope. And I would go, is this cause I'm a girl? And he was like, that's exactly right. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah. Like I was so <laughs> mad. Did you notice that you were raised differently than your brothers well we have my oldest brother is like six and a half years older than me so mm. uh they tried to be like the the good parents for him like rules and yeah. uh they bought him lots of new clothes and he everything was tried they tried to be very structured and then by the time i got to be what his age was then uh, my parents were divorced, so it was like the wild, wild west. They were just like, yeah, <laughs> whatever you want. Yeah, make some cereal. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the younger you are, the the, the less, <laughs> less they care. The more they're phoning it in. They're like, we've done this before. Yeah. It's not as exciting. Were, was so the divorce he, hard, traumatizing for you, or or like? Uh, yeah, what, what, I mean, I, I was twelve, so it was mm. more of just like um, it was just more dramatic than anything. Where you're just like, oh. Like this, why is life more difficult now? Yeah. Um, and, 12, uh, that age. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so I sort of became like the caretaker and the responsible one, I think, because of it. Uh, but like my middle brother, he just went buck wild. He would like it. He went on a tear of like partying and doing whatever he wanted to because he was like rebelling because of it. Yeah. But I kind of. I think at 12, you're just kind of like, I just want to make everyone happy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Depending on your personality, but yeah. And then that, did that produce, um, cope either coping mechanisms or ways of relating to people romantically or platonically that were troubling for you in your personal life? Cause I feel like when you're, an adult, when you grow up too fast as a kid, that mm -hmm. that'll find its way into your adulthood in ways that you don't expect. Right. I think for me, it made me, um, too willing to, except the bare minimum from people yeah. and uh and i found myself in a number of relationships where i was just like excusing bad behavior or i was um trying to fix people or yeah. you know trying to solve their things but putting my needs you know behind or or being willing to um, except that, you know, they don't want to commit or that, mm. oh, I'm, you're, you're, you'll do for now. I always kind of felt like people were yeah. sort of 
approaching me like that. Yeah. And I was just allowing that like, to okay. be the case. Cause, yeah, because I yeah, came from that damage. And so I had to really look at that and um, be on. I had to finally get to the point where I knew I deserved better than that. But that took a lot of work. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's a lifelong thing. And once yeah. you realize it, you're like, okay, now I have to act on it that takes another year and then you have to i don't know if you went through this but like because i i tweeted the other day i was like i, I think my type is a guy who misses someone else everyone oh, i've man. dated it's always after they got <laughs> dumped by that somebody sucks. that they really loved and i come in and i'm like it's okay you can cry and then they just and then they uh put then you, put them then in you shape make and, them better yeah and then they and then... break up with me and then they go off um uh, but no, that like yeah i was doing i was dating a lot of people that were like I just don't, I don't want anything serious. Let's just ha have So you like, like casual oh, partners? Like, you don't want anything yeah. serious with me. That's exactly. really the end of that. But you don't want to hear that or notice. You don't even want to. I, I pushed that out so hard. <laughs> and it took me a while to realize that. And I saw that, you know, a lot where they would be like, I really, it wasn't you. And I was like, yeah, but it was. It was That's yeah. okay. Yeah. And, uh, but I got, I got lucky in that. Well, I had a, a number of those, you know, just relationships that just were not right and weren't um gosh i don't even know and they weren't even real full-fledged relationships a lot of yeah. them a lot of them was like dating for three or four months i'll be comfortable okay. with whatever you want us to be okay oh yeah exactly yeah. I, under I understand that yeah <laughs> but i did the work i did therapy for like three years just really focusing on that and uh still dated a few of those during that time and then but 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 it, Finally, when it clicked, the last one, uh, the last bad one ended, and where I was just like, I don't want to do this. Like, yeah. I don't. I just want to be happy. Yeah. And I would rather be alone than keep dating people that you know were exhausting you. Know, you. It's exhausting, and, and and where you just feel like you're not good enough. Uh, yeah. And then I, I, so I just like sort of resided to like, I'm just gonna not look for anybody and then i of course met my now partner yeah you guys have such five, a beautiful five relationship. and a half years thanks so much for listening to that clip of guys we fought the anti-slut shaming podcast if you want to hear more we are on luminary you're going to head over to luminarypodcasts.com where you can get a subscription for as little as $2.99 a month and hear uh, other exclusive content from people like lena dunham russell brand michael rapaport roxanne gay trevor noah everyone yes enjoy this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.